ready to go. We are. I think we're live. I think we are live. Live for for the audience. Here <laughs> yeah. We go. Episode seven. Oh, we are at seven already. Yep. Man, that's awesome. Yep. It is seven weeks. <clears throat> Almost two months. Almost one more week. It'll yep. be two months. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I guess uh, that's what you get whenever you stick with something. That's right. I think uh, when you stick with it, you notice a little bit of success. Yeah. Even if it's just a little to start, it'll compound, it'll get better. Small habits create big, good things. (laughs) Good good things. We'll roll with that. Good things happen. Is that... Are we allowed to do that? I don't know. Oh, well. Um, wasn't it uh, Joe Dirt that said things are going to happen for us? Yep. Sure. <laughs> Every motivational movie ever. It's like, hey, we just stick it out. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. I like to go the opposite. I like to say, hey, if I quit now, it'll be easier. <laughs> <laughs> just no, just kidding. I don't. That's, I mean, it's the way to be, right? Yeah. I think that's what we uh, wanted to roll in and talk about this week was, uh, so we kind of both have like independent stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the music stuff. Uh, you've got Radwash. Yep. I've got, or we both mutually have Rad Country, which yep. is like trying to find time to do everything is, it's been easier recently. I haven't had many shows and, yeah. uh. It's been nice, but now, like this week, I think it like hit me that I'm starting to feel bad. Like I'm like, what am I doing? You know, yeah. like am I am I just giving up or am I uh, <clears throat> proactively, you know, trying to get more shows or whatever I'm trying to do? And uh, I think it's beating me up a little bit. And yep. I had a kid this week. Well, last week. Which, by the way, congrats. That's, Thanks. That's a huge thing we shouldn't blow past. Yeah, and so, uh, everybody's happy, healthy. Yep. Everything's working right. Yep. He's upstairs, I think, probably asleep. Yeah. He's always sleeping. <laughs> um, Good. But uh, I was like, I remember telling myself, hey, I'm not going to use this as an excuse mm-hmm. to fall behind on what goals I have. Yeah. And I haven't yet, but I feel like with stuff that you are kind of like, I guess, going after individually or... Um, on your, you know, on your own, mm-hmm. uh, like Radwash or country music stuff, it, it's like, hey, I did all this work for five years, and <clears throat> sometimes if I don't feel like I put one day, or if I don't dedicate a day or put some work into it during a day, I'm like, oh, I feel bad. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't ever experience that. Like, because I remember, like, as a kid, I was uh, always like, oh, you got to find what you're passionate about. You know, everybody hears that, but you don't ever understand it, I don't think, until you find what you're passionate about. Right. Well, it is like that. It's you, you feel like, oh, you know, there's so many things, there's so many things in the world, right, that you could, like, you could do, you could be good at, and it's like... A, how do I narrow that down to something that like I just truly love and I'm truly good at and I want to like put my time into and do that thing. Yeah. Um 
but then when you do find it, yeah, you want to spend all your time yeah. doing that thing, right? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, life happens and you got things, you know, that you have to get done also. Right. And then whenever you miss some time, you know, with that, with that thing, that, that thing, you know, that, that you're passionate about or whatever that you're trying to pursue um, professionally or artistically, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, a guilt shit. trip. Yeah, <laughs> it's de- I think definitely it's a it's like a guilt trip. And I feel guilty for not, you know, taking the time to play guitar every day mm-hmm. or something like that along those lines. Um, I felt like I think like in the back of my mind and going back to saying like, hey, you're supposed to find what you're passionate about when you're a kid um, or you don't. Right. I don't know. If you if you find it when you're a kid, you're lucky. Yeah. Um, because, honestly, I was... It was there for me. Music was always there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that that was like... I think that, like, if you grow up in a household that's like, you can do that. Like, mm-hmm. you music is like something that you can make a living doing. Yeah. Um, no, I think, like, where I grew up, it was like everybody that I was around grew up... Uh, working in a factory or you know having a farm or or whatever and that just wasn't a realistic like that's something fun you could do like but you're not gonna make like money doing it right and then it was like i think getting away moving away from the area and really just um taking a time out from that and really understanding what, what it is I loved about it, um, made more sense down the road, I mm-hmm. guess, whenever I was, let's say hit 30, you know, I was always in bands before, but <laughs> it was like, if I'm going to do this, I got to do it on my own Yeah, because if somebody else loses sight of well, I, I don't know, I guess I think of it as a band, you have five other more, five other people to worry about than just yourself right and it's like hey if for some reason they aren't motivated long term well you lose that you know and i I don't know how do you feel like you know whether it's whether you're you're going into the arts uh whether you know that's music or whatever and then or you're you know going into business or if it's a workout goal i mean you know if you're going to start going to the gym you have to have you know a vision for whatever you want that thing to look like yeah. right so if you want to be a country music star then you know what's the vision at the end of it do you want to be playing sold out arenas whenever covid's done you know <laughs> yeah. uh or you know is your vision you know something different Wh- whatever it is you know then you start making those goals like to get to that thing yeah you know so if it's a workout goal you know oh i want to lose you know 30 pounds over the next year then it's like, okay, what are my goals then from week to week or month to month to get to that, you know, that bigger vision right. of whatever it is. So like Radwash, you know, I have a vision for what I want it to be. Yeah. Um, and as discouraging as some weeks are, <laughs> just like with your country music, you know, if I'm not constantly doing something, um, then it does start to beat you up a little bit. But, you know, if you can guys keep a hold of that vision and then, you know, work toward it, you know, chip away at it. Um, I'm not the best at it, but oh. the best at the, I, I don't know that anybody is, you right. know, like I think with, I get caught up in watching different guys on Instagram, you know, that are my influences, mm-hmm. you know, and you see, 
well, they're grinding it out every single day. Yeah. That's probably not the case. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that to be negative about the situation. They run into ruts just like we do. Mm-hmm. And um, it's to me, it's like, how do I get out of it? I think a lot of the time is like I read, you know, sometimes I'll read a quote that says like, hey, you can't, you know, you you can't uh, basically um, only work on things whenever you feel good about it. You know, you have to work on them when you feel bad or if you're down. And <clears throat> I sit there and I have, you know, a stinking thinking, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, I go through spurts where it's like, well, they did it, like, yep. or they're doing it. Like, how come I'm not? Well, it's not my time, or that, I haven't put in enough effort, or... That afflicts me all the time. Yeah. That's where I live most of the time. Yeah. Like, if someone else has accomplished something, there's no reason why I can't. Yeah. So I have to push myself, like, you do it. You have to do it. Yeah. Constantly beating yourself up, you know. Work harder. Do more. Yeah. You know, whatever you're doing is not good enough. Yeah. So got to keep going because clearly you're not wherever, you know, whatever, whoever I'm like looking up to in that moment or whatever I'm comparing myself to. Yeah. It's like, I'm not there yet. So dude, get on it. Start yep. doing something. But that's stinking thinking, huh? Yeah. Huh. I'm going to use that one. I'm stealing that. I don't know where I got that. <laughs> Maybe that's a Anthony Robbins thing. That's funny. Um, yeah. So I think uh, going back to that and going through spurts where, I mean, I feel like the last, even with the music stuff, and right now I feel like COVID did slow things down for me. Um, there was like, there just wasn't a lot of people reaching out to book, you know, because a lot of the places that I play, small businesses, you know, mm-hmm. that are struggling um, and probably continuing to struggle. But um, luckily it's like, that's where I had a, you know, I have a full-time job. So it's right. like, this is like a perk of, of of that is being able to play music but um these small businesses that i'm used to playing a lot of them you don't you know i'm not hearing anything out of them so um yeah then i in the back of my mind i'm like well i could reach out to them you know right um but then i think to myself there's a lot of procrastination there it's like if i just do it yeah i feel better you know (laughs) um and set myself up for success in a month or so, you know, yeah. or two months. Um, but also, I think that with the stinking thinking and everything else, it's easy to point fingers and blame yep. and to not be positive and, and build somebody else's, you know, their, their success up. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you, it's somebody you know. You know, at some point they were still at the level that you were at. Let's be positive about where they're at now because if you want to get there, like – you're going to need to understand it better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's... it's just part of it's enjoying the process, right? I mean, everybody had to go through like what you're saying, you know, everybody started really with nothing or at zero yeah. and then had to work their way through the process to get to wherever they're at today. So I think part of it is enjoying the process. So you kind of got to like knock yourself out of it every now and then and be like, okay, like, yep, I'm, I'm here. I'm enjoying it. And then tomorrow is going to be a little bit better. The next day might be even worse than today, but oh, well, at the end of the week, everything will be better type thing, you know? Definitely. But yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard to to kind of work through it. And then you have to balance like everything, right? So it's like full-time job, part-time podcast, part-time 
full-time business or music career. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like balancing all of that and then finding the time to do all of it, accomplish all of it. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, if I book a show two months out, like what's life going to look like two months out from now? Right. So then you have to like keep the commitment. Yep. You know, so it is, it's a, it's a tough place. Yes. And I think that I had a conversation this week um, where I was complaining about things right now. There was just a lot of stress. Uh, not stress, but there's just a lot more going on. There's added stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was me venting. I, I definitely have to do that. You have to vent every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and it was like they said to me, where you're at right now, there's a lesson to be learned from where you're at. That's why you're in this situation. Mm-hmm. And you made a decision to be where you're at. And now you need to either you can fight it and you can it can be horrible for you or you can embrace it and be patient with it. Mm-hmm. And eventually that there's going to be, you know, there's going to be some light at the end of the tunnel, which to me, it was like, I'm doing that. I feel that um, I don't feel like I'm fighting it. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm frustrated um, spinning my wheels and it's my own fault, mm-hmm. you know, um, not, uh, prioritizing my time and not in horrible time management. Um, and, but I feel like whenever we talk about like, say a workout program or something like that, that to me that in my brain, that's simple to yeah. me. Um, for other people, it's not at all. And I have, I can relate to the fact that I've been in a rut where I'll go work out two or three days and I'll be like, oh, I'm starting to feel better, you yeah. know? But then it's like that fourth, fifth day, you're like, oh, I'll just, I'll sleep. you know, I don't need to, I've got this going on at home tonight. I got to mow, you know, yeah. I've got to, I've got to, I've, it's dinner duty tonight, you know? And then you just don't work out and then that becomes, okay, well, it's not so much that you don't work out the next day too, but you cut your workout time in half. Mm-hmm. And then that workout time in half turns into, um, well, I've got this going on Sunday. That's a workout. I'll do that. That's yep. cool. And then it slowly just like five minutes in the gym. Like yeah. just to, and then. And then it fizzles away. Yeah, it does. Whereas I think I've been working out for so long now that it's like if I don't, I know I'm a different person. Mm-hmm. And I know that it changes my mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with, I wish I could, I think sometimes I, I, I think in my brain, I wish I could take those fundamental principles that I use with like weightlifting um, or just wanting to work out in general and mm-hmm. push them to other things in my life yeah. that I know that like if I did that same stuff, like hey, if I play guitar for say one hour a day every single day, like I have to allot that time, mm-hmm. I would get better, right? Right. Um, if I took those principles and did that, but there's a in my brain there is a but. Like I'll start doing that, and all of a sudden I'm not I'm not learning anything new, or I'm not getting better, or I don't feel I'm getting better. And so I'm like, well, maybe, maybe tomorrow. No, I've got this going on tomorrow. You know, I'll just, I'll do it. I'll do it another time. Yes. Yeah. That's that stinking thinking. Yes. (laughs) And I think that, um, 
it's all about discipline though, right? It is. I mean, if you, like you said, if you applied the same discipline, or if we all did, if we all, all apply the same discipline that we have in other areas of life to, well, other areas of life, then, you know, you'll find success in, in whatever it is that you're lacking discipline in. Yes. Yeah, I think if you picked one thing that like you're like I know I do that every single day. That's something that I do because like brushing your teeth every day. Right. Like why do you do that? Well, <laughs> it's because if I don't, like for one my breath will stink. Right, you won't just have stinking thinking. Yes. You're going to have stinking breath. Yes, yeah, stinking breath. Um <laughs> and I care about what other people think of my personal hygiene, you know, right. and I care about my own personal hygiene. Um and so I think with that, it's like, we'll take that kind of, like, make it to where it's a, uh, so valuable to you that you, if you are, if you go without it, you feel horrible. Like, mm-hmm. you just feel like you've, you know, disrespected yourself, I guess, or mm-hmm. something along those lines. So many people have talked about, I mean, you could look it up, it's just google the the some version of it but it's like whatever you focus on the most is what you're most successful at yeah so i mean it kind of just boils down to that you know whatever you're pouring your attention into it's going to be what you're most successful at but then of course that comes along with the caveat of you know the balance thing again i mean you just had a baby so clearly you're focused there yeah um it does need to live (laughs) yeah yeah we can't have (laughs) Uh, it dying and be full of love and all of that you know yeah um by the way Baby Will, very cute. Yeah, he's lots a cute of kid. hair, lots of hair. It's amazing, actually. Yeah, there's huh. people. We have friends who are very bald. Bald babies. Wish they had hair that that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. There's plenty of people that we work with that wish they had that set of hair. Right. Um, so anyway, you're, you're you're focused there. Of course, you have to be. Um, yeah. As a parent, you know, as as any parent is, but and then it's like, okay, well. If, you know, a portion of my focus is there, then what are the other things I'm going to focus on and be successful at, you know, to whatever, whatever your, your desire is out of life. I don't Yeah. Your goals. Yeah. It's balance, man. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's, that's the hard, hard part is like, like the podcast, I feel like this pat or the next two weeks have been a little difficult because, um, who we have you know, to edit all this, mm-hmm. he's out of town for yeah. like a while, so he can't do it. So I knew I, I was thinking to myself from the beginning, I was like, we need to have those skills mm-hmm. like in order to, so if we got thrown a curveball, we're able to do it ourselves, you know? Yep. And so luckily you're a smart man. Um, holla at your boy. <laughs> holla at your boy. <laughs> um, and, uh, you can throw these things together, but, I feel like like with the podcast, this is this is a good time to sit down, talk about something that we're both interested in, yep. um, and then kind of give our pointers. Maybe somebody else is listening, probably right now. Yeah. <clears throat> I kind of like the. I've always had this like notion in my head. You know, I've started like twelve years ago. Started putting. I was going to say pen to paper, but that's not true. I started typing into a word document, nice. um, like my thoughts on a particular subject, which I never wanted to call it a book. I just called it something that I was working on. And I was like, the whole thing was like, if one person could read that mm-hmm. and like have a different, 
perspective, come away with a different perspective, then I like won that challenge. Yeah. You know, that thing that I was working on. And it's the same thing with this podcast. It's like if I know we've we've had a lot of fun over the last few weeks. Yeah. But ultimately, like big picture, if somebody could walk away with a different perspective or find discipline or, you know, then it's all worth it. You know what I mean? Like good, it's good us having you. a conversation yeah. and somebody else might you know, pick up something, pull something out of it. That's worthwhile. Yeah. And it could have been from last week, you know, maybe somebody learned to like put something useful in their bug out bag or put a blanket <laughs> in their car, <laughs> you know? So if they had a breakdown, they stay warm. Right. Um, I definitely think that <clears throat> I think I get a lot out of podcasts in general, just because I'm flipping through, find something I'm interested in. Some of them are nonsense, but sure. that's just like, I'm going to listen to nonsense. We That's, still need, we all need a little escape every now and then. Yes. Like just that entertainment, you know, I'm going to listen to something dumb or watch something dumb or read something dumb. Yep. Just to let my mind kind of go somewhere else for a second. Right. Come back to, to the work. You I know, feel like the, 90 the life's work. Yeah. 90% of the time my place is in that dumb in, place. In the dumb place. <laughs> Stop it. No. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, that's, uh, there's there's no real f- I feel like there's no real formula for getting what you want or getting where you want but mm-hmm. there is definitely like a game plan like if that makes sense there has to be a game plan yes life is like chess to me correct or maybe poker yeah I don't know I think maybe a mix of both if you could combine those games with the strategy plus the little bit of luck then yeah. that that is life, right? There's a little bit of luck, but a lot of strategy. Yeah. I think one of the cool things too is, is like if you're a musician or, or rad wash, um, and you own like a, a small business or you, or you ma- manage something like your time, sure. um, doing something that makes you money. Um, I think one of the cool things is, is like looking at it as like, Hey, that performance that I'm going to do next Friday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the big game. That's that's the uh, you know the World Series every time. And if I'm not putting in the work and knowing everything that there is to know about, like say my audience or my uh, myself, you know, um, or my set list or whatever, and I show up and I just wing it. There's I always put it in my head. I always say there's might be somebody in that crowd that is going to hear it and say, Hey, I know somebody and it's going to be legit. Not like, Hey man, I know somebody. And it's like, wait, a, are you drunk? You're like, right. cause typically they are. Um, but, um, <laughs> no, come outside, come out back with uh, you know, by the dumpster. Uh, they're at back at card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's where it's like, I have a bad performance and I leave and I'm like, oh my gosh, I knew, you know, I know, yeah. like I felt bad, but it's like, I have a game plan that I stick to. So every show is going to be exactly the same. Well, as far as energy and everything else, uh, songs vary, but, um, as long as I stick to that plan, if I feel like I had a bad night, say if like my I didn't feel like I hit a certain note in a certain song that I always want to try and crush. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody, nobody else notices it. Like I'm harder on myself than of course a crowd would be. And I feel like taking that away, if I hadn't 
you know, if I'm not hard on myself, I'll just let it, let it go. Like, oh, right. no big deal. Like, we'll get it next time. Well, that's that, that complacency thing that, you know, if I don't feel like high performers and I'm, I don't feel like high performers in general are go easy on themselves. They can't. I mean, yeah. you have to be hard on yourself. If, if you don't wake up most, <laughs> at least the way I feel in my head, like if I don't wake up most days feeling like a piece of shit, then I'm not going to like have that motivation to like achieve more yeah. throughout that day. Like, dude, you're, you can't just mosey on through the day. Yeah. Like you got to show up and right. you got to perform. It could be something simple. Right. Like get my family to dinner on time, like you know, yeah. <laughs> like you just got to do what you got to do, and like I said, just perform. Yes, you know. Yeah, I definitely think that that's just uh, kind of feeling your way around in the dark. Yeah. Like, uh, what is this a door? Okay, nope. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> and eventually, I don't think you really figure it out because I think even like I remember. Five, six years ago, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't, you know, I was paying places to let me play because nowhere I had, you know, 10 songs that I could play and those yeah. were like mostly cover songs. Yeah. And that's not even in 45 minutes. That's mm-hmm. right at 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So most venues want three to four hours mm-hmm. and that's a lot of songs. Um, and so like... I remember thinking, wow, I'd like to be the guy that is able to like play three hours or four hours. Mm -hmm. And I always have to try to like, remember to put myself into that mindset is like, we're making progress. Um, maybe you just don't see it because you're comfortable where you're at right now. Yeah. And I think that's like with everybody, with everything that you do, you know, um, if you're, a painter or I don't, I get whenever I hear art, I think painting. Yeah. Like uh, Bob Ross, like Bob Ross. Happy if you trees. like putting happy trees on the canvas. <laughs> um, I think with anything that you do, you know, and it's, it's, you just have to look back every once in a while and see where was I five years ago? Yeah. Where was I 10 years ago? You know? And I remember one of the coolest things that I remember is, Borrowing a guitar in, I think, 10th grade from my math teacher, Mr. Thompson. And he let me borrow his acoustic guitar. I had no idea. Like, never played an acoustic <laughs> guitar. I just was like, wanted to learn. Yep. Um, back then, it was like everything, tablature, you had to buy a book. They didn't, I mean, the internet really wasn't easily accessible at the time. Mm-hmm. And so, pulling that brought the guitar home dude it's just like i remember like oh my god i was horrible like couldn't even you know put any anything together but luckily you know like watching other people play um picking up things here and there i'm sure that that's like with radwash probably the same thing like Mm -hmm. you didn't all of a sudden one day you're like okay i'm a i'm a detailing god right i'm still not that way (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm sure that there's guys that you watch, videos that you watch, like trying to get better all the time. Like, Absolutely. I stack myself against, you know, uh, several people that I follow in that industry. Yeah. Just, you know, they're they're really, really good at what they do and they take so much pride in what they do. Yeah. And it's 
it's just these like stupid little tasks. You know what I mean? Like, um, cleaning a car is, is super tedious and it's not just cleaning the car. It's like bringing a car back to life. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like depending on the scenario, how bad it is. And yeah, so sure. You can take a, you know, a mom van and that's got, you know, kid messes and, and animal messes and things like that. And just kind of clean that up. Yeah. And it's going to look really good. You know, people are going to love it. And, and I love making people feel that feeling, you know, like, oh, yes, this is my car. This is what I bought. Yeah. But it's like taking it one step further even and saying, you know what, this is like what your car looked like off the lot. But let me like show you how I can like make that even better. Yeah. Like make you really prideful. Like this thing that you spent like so much money line. on, you know. So, yeah. And there's, you know, a lot of guys, like I said, who just take pride in that, you know, take barn fines and like you know, something that's been sitting in there for 30 years or more. And then like all of a sudden, you know, a couple of days later, it's looks brand new again, yeah. you know, or close to brand new. That's like an amazing feat. And just like the therapeutic kind of process of doing that. Cause when you're polishing a car, for example, it's really kind of boring, you know, like you're just sitting there and you're working with this machine and you're working real slow and like it's mundane. Yeah. Just these <laughs> small sections. And all of a sudden, you know, it's almost like you're you keep prepping the car for the next like step and then all of a sudden it's like this shiny new yeah. you know uh specimen really but through the process you're just kind of like you know I'm sitting there and I'm thinking through like you know my day my life all of that you know just whatever just like letting my mind go um while while doing this process so it's it's a whole thing I call it an art yeah. So it's not necessarily Bob Ross or creating country music, but it's bringing it's bringing paint back to life, I guess, if we were talking polishing, you know. So anyway. Well, you are, you know, responsible for your own success. Right. Too. So it's like if you have a bad day and you're waxing a car or um, whatever you're doing mm-hmm. and you cut corners and the homeowner or the you know the car owner knows that you did just right. for the simple facts like they get in and they're like dude you vacuumed it out but you didn't you know actually steam clean the carpets yeah. like what kind of crap is this like i'm giving you money and then right. all of a sudden that guy is like yeah don't use him yeah mm-hmm. he's he's like he doesn't do what he says he does you exactly. know and then that hurts then yeah um, I think that's the same way, you know, with the music stuff too. It's like, well, it's if, like if you feel like you missed a note, for example, like, yeah. is that what your audience paid for? Right. Did they pay for you to miss notes? No, no. They so paid. then you beat yourself up, even if they didn't hear it. Yes. Like I could drop a car off and maybe I left all my supplies back at the place or something, you know, back at the shop. And then, um, and then I noticed something that I missed. They might not notice, Yeah. but I'm I'm going to, and then I'm going to walk away from that experience. Like, damn, I've, like I screwed that up. I had I that need to, ability to win right there, and I right, didn't, and I messed that up. So, like, next time I got to kill it, yeah. or else, you know. Like, I always put that like, or else, like it's all going to fail. Yep. Like this one, two, three things, you know, it's going to ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little extreme, but it is extreme. But, that's, <laughs> but it's that's, that's how, how in, in your head, head yeah. yeah. That's I think that's how um, we all are probably that are. Um, and then I think with that too, it's just like, 
you get a bad reputation, you have a, like, say, if I have a bad show, or I think that's where, like, with the drinking stuff, getting sober and all of that, I don't agree with being drinking on stage. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it works for some people, whatever you got to do. Um, but I also think that if I'm going to perform to, like, the best of my ability, I have to be completely sober. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that. A lot of times, like if I would have kept going with drinking on stage, playing and playing and playing, the shows would have ended at some point mm-hmm. because people would have been like, dude, he's just like hammered, like, you know, right. two hours in. And so, like, we don't want that. Like, and then we got to give him a fucking ride home after the show, <laughs> you know, because he can't drive. Yep. And he's always wanting to leave his equipment and like, because he's got to come get it the next day. Yep. That's stuff like that where it's like those little things kind of build up over time i feel like now it's like if you run it like a business if you run it like hey i'm showing up i'm doing the work mm-hmm. and uh, i'm done at midnight or something like that i'm gonna pack my own stuff up you don't have to worry about anything mm-hmm. um don't need a sound system anything like that i pack my own stuff up i just expect payment at the end yep um and it's as simple as that and there's no like me hanging out, you know, half of my, you know, money is gone that I made that night because of a bar tab. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no, nothing else. It's just like cut and dry, go home. Yep. I think, I think a lot of people struggle with that, like in the music industry mm-hmm. or in the, on the music side that are like at this level, like mm-hmm. playing bars and stuff like that. Um, and, I see a lot of, hey, I'd like to do this better. Well, it's like you have to make the sacrifice of getting rid of these things. Right. To do that better or else you'll never really get better. Is it true people probably get caught up in just that nightlife kind of crowd or environment? Yeah. I mean, I could see too where it's like people start to know who you are. mm -hmm. I mean, you're not like... Oh my God! Like walking down the street, um, but people know that, like, hey, that's him. He he plays here. He plays here. Um, you get a name for yourself. And well, when you put up a billboard in one of the biggest thoroughfares in town, people start <laughs> yeah. to recognize you. Hey, <laughs> gotta do what I gotta do. Uh, but they, um, when people start to recognize you, you know, that's like you get a. There's going to be a certain you know outlook that then tags along with who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like, I think that with mine, it's like, I want mine to be, Hey, that guy's really professional at showing up, doing what he's supposed to do, mm-hmm. ending when we ask him to end and not going over. And he get, he delivers a good performance and he says what he's, he, he does what he says he's going to do. Well, ultimately you are a professional. Yes. So it doesn't matter where, where you're at in the process if you're at the very beginning where you're unpacking your first guitar i don't know how that looks i've never bought a guitar but i mean if you're if you're taking it out of your car because you just got it from the music store yeah and you you've got your lesson book or your you know your favorite youtube channels that you're going to learn from yeah or if you're you know packing up all your equipment because you're going to go play you know a pretty big arena yeah you have to be a professional, correct? Like you're saying, right? And it's just if you are a professional, if you practice that discipline, then you'll probably notice some version of success. Correct. 
I think, yeah, and and that that would go the same with you too, right? Like yeah. if you showed up and and you're like, yeah, I drink whenever I'm like, <laughs> or whatever, I'm just, around cleaning cars. One sec, I'm gonna take a shot. <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple. Hey, fireball under the seat, car. sweet. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> it's that's not really what people are looking for in right. their in any experience that they're going to have. Yeah, there's a lot of like fake it till you make it type thing. You know what I mean? And not not in a bad way, just in a if you're a startup business or whatever it is, you know, you need to people want to know that they're dealing with with a company or a place that's legitimate. Yes. And it doesn't matter if you're working out of your home out of, you know, a, a van a van that's <laughs> old and, you know, needs work done every now and then. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, you still treat it like you're, you know, operating, you know, a enormous publicly traded business. I mean, that's how I think in my mind, you know what I mean? Like I want people to view this endeavor as legitimate and real. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, on my end, sure. There's like things that I'm struggling through and working through trudging through that's not a big deal. I don't let, I'm trying not to let that hold me back anyway. It's just like, nope, stay the course, stay professional, you know, every day do something that's, you know, advancing like my pieces, you know? Yeah. So if it's, you know, folding towels, then I'm going to fold towels today. Yeah. If it's, you know, getting somebody on the schedule, then I'm going to get somebody on the schedule, you know, send confirmations, things like that. Just like it is professional. Right. And I think that being more efficient too, as yeah, far as absolutely. folding towels and stuff like that, that just makes it, you think yourself, you're like, you get there to the job site and you're like, sweet, I clean those towels. They're folded, yep. ready to go. Thank you, me from two weeks ago. Exactly. Or yesterday. Yep. You know, I think the same thing too. It's like, I go out, I'm setting up shop to play a show and I open up this blue tote that I have that's full of all my cables and stuff like that. Well, if I was just like in a hurry that night to get out mm -hmm. and I just throw everything in there, I'm going to have to unload it at some point, you know, and mm -hmm. I don't want that to be at the next show. So it's like pulling it out when I, you know, I usually get home two in the morning or so. So it's like the next day, pulling everything mm -hmm. out, wrapping all the cables, getting them ready for the next show. So I, I think that it's like <clears throat> the perception that I'm giving off to, yes. to people that I'm uh, you know, I show up to, to play a show and they're like, dude, this is a freaking mess in here. Like, yeah. let me show you how to wrap a cable. I've heard that before. And I'm like, yeah. I know how to wrap a cable, but I was too lazy to, you know, wrap yes. it back up last time. I don't like to be in those situations where I look like an idiot. So well, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's a big blow to your ego. Yeah. You know, you just show up and it's like, oh, you're, why does your van look like this? Like, That's true. Especially whenever you're. The only employee. <laughs> right, exactly. When you're the only employee and you've got, you know, 1,800 hats to wear, plus you got, like we were talking about earlier, the 1,800 other hats that you're wearing in, in yep. the rest of your life. Full-time job, kids, yeah, you know, everything involved with it. And so there, <laughs> we've done this to ourselves, man. I know. <laughs> I know. I used to sit there and I remember... Five, six years ago, like, I wanted as little responsibility from life as possible, yep. you know, and I had very little. 
It was like my yeah. world consisted of working eight hours a day, going home, eating Jimmy John's, and watching TV, <laughs> like, and not getting off the couch ever. Yeah. Now it's like, hopefully I have enough time to sleep tonight. Yeah, all so. over the place. You know, it's... My brain is constantly on the move, like, moves way too much. Yeah. You know, and then it's... The, with almost every night without fail, it's like second wind. Like, nope, you're not going to sleep. I'm going to bring up everything since you were two years old. <laughs> that you could have done better. Through now that you could have done better. <laughs> and I'm going to make you suffer through this exercise. And then maybe you can fall asleep. Yeah. Um, but to, to just kind of sit idle is like not an option. Like I have to be doing something, moving trying to accomplish something yeah. then the next thing. And I think one of the things that I'm trying to like learn currently is like when to fold on certain things. You know what I mean? Like if we're talking like life being kind of like a game of poker, like folding is one of those, like it's just a power move. Like you have to be able to do it. Yeah. You know, strategically. Um, but it's like, what do I fold on? What don't I fold on? You know what I mean? What do I push harder on? Yeah. That kind of thing. So, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. That's like, um, there's a lot. I think there's a lot to, personally going on, uh, you know, not just the music stuff and all mm -hmm. that. And it's like, I want to be, I have that mindset of, I want to be good at everything. Yes. Like, and I don't have the time to be good at everything. Right. Which is hard, a hard pill to swallow. Yes. Um, and let's talk about that for a second. Cause I, I've had conversations with other people like in my life, like a family about yeah. this conversation because I don't think everybody gets it. Right. Like that desire, that need, that push to be like good at every fucking thing that you touch. Right. right? And I've tried to explain to people, I think it's because, and it's not patting myself on the back. It's that like doing things is not hard. Like it's pretty easy to pick up on things. Right. Right. So it's like when, when you're in the zone, it doesn't even matter. You don't even have to be in the zone. You gotta go danger zone on that one. Danger. <laughs> oh yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. You yeah. know, if it's you know um, a sport, working out, uh, driving, whatever. Just like I'm gonna be good at this thing because it's not that hard to learn it. It's right. Not that hard to get good at it. But there's too many things. Yeah. I don't need to be good at all of them. Right. So. Well, I think that's... That, how does it work with you? Yeah, I mean, I think we'll say like with working out um, and then music and everything else on top of that, National Guard, mm -hmm. um, and now a kid. Um, I think in my in my head, I guess whenever he came out, the, the kid came out, or Will, we'll call him Will. Uh, <laughs> he has a name. Um, but uh, whenever he came out, to me, I was thinking, this is my opportunity to shape somebody's perception of the world. Yeah. Um, how do I want that to happen? Mm -hmm. And what kind of uh, person do I want him to be? And it's not necessarily, he's going to be him, whoever he is, regardless. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be able to really, I mean, I can kind of point him in the right directions. I just, I think like the things that I took away from that was like, hey, I don't want him to have life hand everything to him. Yep. Like I want him to understand that, like we have to work to get things that we want. Mm -hmm. And 
I, it's not, I'm not saying that I don't want life to be easy for him, a little mm-hmm. easy, mm-hmm. Um, but I want him to understand what it's like to struggle and what it's like to, you know, put your boots on, you know, and yeah. really work for what you want, you yeah. know. And I think that's probably because I think you, know, you, you always hear those, like the parents are like, well, I want a better life for you than what I had, you know. Yeah. And... I do, but it's not a matter of, hey, I want you to have better material possessions. I right. want you to have a better understanding of how to approach adulthood when you get there. Right. Maybe like an easier <clears throat> go at it sometimes. So like yes. my son is 18 right now and he's at this weird transition in life, um, which by the way, side note, I've kind of made it a new mission to crack the code on what it means to parents yeah. Someone who is 18, 19, 20 years old in there. Yeah, that sounds so tough. if anybody has advice or has yeah. something to offer that conversation. Anyway, um, like you're saying, I think it's about building the foundation. So like right now, as a parent in general, right, you just want to give them like a good foundation. On They can do whatever the hell they want on top of that foundation, right? Yeah. If they're a good, solid foundation, then everything they build on top of it should be good. Right. You know, the struggle... I think is a super important part. And the way I explain it to my son is that, hey, I want you to struggle, but I don't want you to struggle so bad that like you find yourself digging out of it for longer than what is necessary, right? Right. So like if it's a long-term thing, long-term risk or whatever for that struggle, then maybe you should reevaluate whatever it is that you're that's that's causing that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if it's, you know, oh, I got to put my boots on and I got to work hard today so that I can have what I want tomorrow, then, yeah, do that. Yeah. Like, put aside the other things in your life that would stop you from just putting your boots on and working at that thing. I definitely think, yeah, especially, I did I think, I, I the things that I think of that I wish I had growing up compared mm-hmm. to was more of the influence of, like, it's okay to be a musician, like that yeah. kind of, and I think like with him, with Will, um, and I have I've been a dad for two weeks now, so um, I have really have no idea what I'm talking about. But um, but it's more of a like I don't want him to go into life thinking that like there are things that he can't do because mm-hmm. he can do anything he wants, and <clears throat> I think that that was um, a product of of an environment that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Like that's just kind of how it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want him to have that. I want him to be in a, in a loving, you know, atmosphere where whatever he wants to do, do it, try it. Yeah. Like if you fail, I'm not going to bail you out, but like you're, you're going to have to learn that like, Oh, well it didn't work. I got to try something different and try something different. Like you're for sure. Never going to like, Succeed. You're never going to know unless you try. Right. So you have to try. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to fail sometimes. I mean, I tell people all the time, like, I'm good at throwing a lot of shit against the wall. I'm just, at some point, something's going to stick, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep throwing shit against the wall. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just, I think that that's what you have to do. Like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You right. know, like even with music, the the show has changed a hundred times in the mm-hmm. past five years. You know, 
and it's just because I know what works and what doesn't now, you know, yeah, and what how to be better successful and get mm-hmm. my name out there. And I think it's, you know, there's definitely been frustrating times, but there was nobody there to be like, hey, I'll get you out of this, but like, don't do it again. You know, there was nobody like that. There was just like, it was me telling myself, hey, you fucked up. Like, or you did not do a good job. How are you going to be better next time? Like, what can you do? What are the things that you've been putting off because you're lazy? Yep. And I think that one of my things that I'm allergic to is excuses and laziness. And anytime I feel like I'm not providing for the tribe, the group that I'm a part of, I feel bad, you know, like I feel horrible. Um, But also like that goes whenever it's one-on-one me against me, you know, if I'm like, well, I've been putting that off for like two years. Like, why haven't I done that yet? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I feel like, well, you're not successful because of that, man. Yeah. Like, what? The, who the fuck are you going to complain to? Yeah. Like, why are you complaining anyway? Like, you're in a a very like high stakes, you know, like high turnover, um, mm-hmm. you know, profession, I guess. <clears throat> and I think I played a show with uh, Jeff Ruby, this guy from Nashville, mm-hmm. last summer. And he came through, and he was on tour, like, just playing different towns, whatever. Yep. Played a show with him at downtown. We made, like, this was ridiculous. Um, We got the door money, right? Mm -hmm. We had to split. Two people showed up. (laughs) We each got $8. Ooh. Yep. It's a big game. And he was like, He's like, this is just how it is. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, this is not how it is. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, where are you playing that they're giving you $8? Yeah. Because um, where I'm playing at, I have a base minimum that I that I agree upon. Hey, man, I have paid people to detail their cars. Yeah, that's... Right? I mean, it's... I think it's just one of those things that, you know, you're getting Nick Grucker country out there into the universe, right? True. Yeah, I'm getting Radwash out there into the universe, so I'm chalking it up as a win, even though in that in that moment I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah, that's that's another thing too. It's like people always talk about, well, oh, exposure. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have to fucking get exposure. You do, dumbass. Like, <laughs> how else is anybody gonna know who you are? Like, well, it's so weird, man, because like in today's world, um, it's it is about the exposure. Like that is super important. I mean, look, we're on a podcast right now, and we're throwing it up on the internet and you know well spotify yeah, yeah everywhere. All, everywhere that you can listen to a podcast but it's like people there's so many people vying for that exposure and some of them aren't even doing anything i mean i just literally heard about a some challenge on tiktok that's like eating cereal at people's mouths that's fucking gross it's real gross but like what it's I, we're not necessarily competing with that, but it's like the attention grab. You know yeah. what I mean? That's well, that's... Like you're competing whenever you're trying to gain exposure. Well, There's other people trying to gain exposure that way, which is a, kind of annoying. And that's a... 
a certain age, I'm assuming, uh, you know, there's things that Leslie's kids say that I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know, like just talking on video games and stuff. I'm like, what does that even mean? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's an age gap here. Like yeah. it's no longer, you know, 90s slang and everything else calling people blockheads yeah. uh, and watching Saved by the Bell. Um, that's, uh, that's definitely, I know what you're talking about though. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, TikTok, interesting. Just, Eating cereal out of people's mouths, that's fucking gross. It's real gross. Like, so if you're doing that, stop it yeah. right now. And stop eating Tide Pods, whatever else you're eating out of people's mouths. Right. Don't do that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think that that's... You have to have the exposure if you're going to succeed. Yeah. In the music industry, if you're starting a business, like you have to... People have to know who you are and what right. you do. Yeah. Well, it's, be smart about it. Yeah. Like, there's been times that people are like, yeah, well, you drive two hours, play a show, we'll feed you, and then you just go home. And I'm like, well, I usually get this for two hours, you know, yeah. drive two hours, play three hours, drive two hours back. Yep. You're talking seven hours total, you know, yep. plus an extra hour in there, set up and tear down. So eight hours, that's an eight hour day, a work day. People don't, that's where it's like, I have a problem with it. Yeah. You're not, they're not thinking, okay, we're asking this guy to put in what I would put in at work in a full day, eight hours. Mm-hmm. And to be like, well, would I go to my job and work for eight hours and not expect to get paid and just, I'll just Wait, do it for a, a meal. $10 lunch. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, like I'm not, you know, I've turned down and people have been offended by, by that. And it's like, dude, think about it. Like, right. let's be logical. Look at what you're asking. Yeah. The exposure. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm doing a good thing for somebody, but like, it's not worth my time. Right. Like, well, that's the other thing is that we, that's what we've been talking about is time yes. being like the ultimate currency. Yes. And that is worth something. Yeah. So whatever, whatever you normally you know, expect from your shows, like you're saying, this is what my time is worth. Yeah. Also what my art is worth, but also what my time is worth. Right. So if they're not willing to like meet you with what your time is worth, then yeah, you got to turn it down. Yeah. Well, that's just even, I could stay home, Facebook live, do a show. I'm good. Right. Or, you know, for that week. So I think that's the same, same thing with like, with rad wash too it's like i think if you were putting out because i think one thing is it's like yeah you're providing a service for cleaning other people's cars but i think you need to give out that um the knowledge that you have mm-hmm. um hey if you're you know it's it's winter time and one of the big things is is salt and all this stuff on your car mm-hmm. um that's a headache for most people right um or it's like hey if you're if you're dealing with sticky cup holders you've you know probably been dealing with them forever like this is how you could clean it and keep it as you know like putting out those tips hey throw them in your dishwasher you can do that or whatever yep that was one of those struggles uh whenever i was you know just getting rad wash off the ground was you know hey do i create this youtube video because you know a lot of the a lot of the guys that look up to you or people that look up to you um in that industry also do that same kind of thing like what you're saying you know we'll put out tutorials and things like that so it's like listen you're not going to get your or pay to get your car detailed once a month if you do want that please reach out um but if you if 
you're likely not, but there are in-between times. Say you're a person who gets their car detailed twice a year. Well, that means, you know, throughout that six months, you know, there might be some tips and tricks that I can offer you to keep it maintained until the next time, you know, I'm able to help you out fully, that kind of thing. So like what you're saying, but it was like in the beginning, you know, I kind of started beating myself up. Like I'm putting these out there, they're getting, you know, 10, 15, 20 views. You know, now I'm like spending money to like push it out to like the rest of the world and things like that to, you know, hopefully gain exposure yeah. and all of that. And it was like, okay, should I be doing this? Should I be spending my wheels here? Do I, you know, set it aside for now? So it's like one of those challenges, you know? Yeah. It's like, do you, do you fold or do you not fold type thing? Do you go kind of all in? Well, I think it makes, if somebody's like, hey, I have my car detailed by you every six months, you're, you're seeing like patterns, like what they're doing, like what's causing most of their issues. It's like, hey, just so you know, like if, if you want to make it easier on you, um, clean this, this is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. Then it makes your job easier whenever they bring it back in and it's like, oh, they're taking care of that. I don't have to like spend eight hours with a toothbrush yep. um, getting gum, you know, gum out of, out of the carpet, you know, yep. like, or something similar to that because that's got to be, but I think we hit pretty good today. Yeah. What do you think? It was a good conversation. I yes. liked it. I, yeah. I think so too. So if, you know, this one is, it's kind of like what we were, I think originally like going for was just kind of like that small business, um, giving motivation, things to talk about, um, and just keeping, if you're out there grinding it, you know, and putting in the effort and the time that you feel that you, you should put towards whatever you're passionate about and good on you. You know, if you're not, um, you should probably be looking at somebody who is and asking them like, Hey, what should I be doing? <clears throat> um, we're probably like, we're not experts at this. Um, this whole thing is like a, a trial and error, what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And so if you take any of our advice and it doesn't work, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are not responsible. Yeah, for you. yeah, we're not responsible for uh, your failure. But I think it's it, like what you're saying, you know, if you're out there and you're grinding it every day, then keep doing that, you know, keep pressing forward, keep being a professional, show up, yeah. you know, I'm selling, car detailing in a in an experience you know and you know hey do you remember in the 90s when there wasn't cell phones to be wrapped up in and you could just get in your clean car and go cruising like that's like the thing right that's what i'm trying to like let's bring that back a little bit let's swing that pendulum back just a little bit you know yeah and enjoy that that freedom to do that and same thing with you you know like you're you're a country music singer and you're trying to you know lift people up or you know help people with your music and express your art and you know we're just trying to show up and be as good as it is possible you know and constantly pushing ourselves as crazy as we make ourselves in our own brains just keep pushing yourself keep being a professional find that discipline and yeah. stick with it stick with it all right guys well hope you enjoyed this week and we will see you next week oh let's do it